Welcome to the Amber Knight Superhero Podcast with Simo Suahemo. This show is your backstage pass to discussions with world-class influencers in the field of health, nutrition, and high performance. We bring you the selected tips and insights that you can use to upgrade your life and become unstoppable. The way I usually want to start these is just to open up with a couple of uh, just random questions. So, so how did you start your morning? I actually started my morning like every other morning, which is drinking about three, four deciliters of buttered coffee. Buttered uh, coffee. Buttered coffee. And um, I have very few routines in my life. But what I have is my morning coffee, of course, with good fats and stuff. And um, I make this quite big glass of green drink, like with lemon juice and lots of greens. And that combination, that wakes me up. Amazing. And then you might be wondering who I'm talking with. And uh, today I'm joined in the Superhero Podcast with uh, Riku Uski, an amazing guy, coffee superhero, entrepreneur, fellow biohacker, and inspiring figure who I had the pleasure of meeting a few years ago. And uh, welcome to the show, Riku. Thank you, Simo. It's a um, great, great honor to be here to t- talk with you. And um, yeah, we met like, was it 2013? Yeah, I think we just we were just thinking, you know, which venue did we meet? And uh, I think it was 2013. And I think you said uh, Arctic Startup, which is which is correct because <clears throat> that's where you had your coffee. Yeah, that's thing going on. That's true. It was Arctic 15 here in Helsinki. I think. Yeah, we were um, serving the or taking care of the coffee show, so to say, at the at the venue. And uh, yeah, that's that's where we met. Yeah, and after that, uh, things have evolved for for both of us for quite a while. And and uh, just thinking about those days, I think uh, the coffee scene in Helsinki and, and all over the world, looking at the biohacking scene, looking at the quantified self scene, it's just been growing and growing. Yeah, that's true. And um, I, I think it's fantastic. There are so many great um, developments in the coffee industry as well, as well in nutrition and everything, like things that were before just for a niche of people. It's not anymore a niche. Like there are lots of people who are interested in in these things and upgrading their life and that's like it feels great that hey people are really into something and that's that's great yeah that's amazing stuff so you were you were getting into your morning smoothie i i always love these questions so so what did you put in this morning when you were making your green smoothie uh yeah my my green smoothie is actually a green juice so it has this mixture of uh, organic greens like wet grass, uh, spirulina, uh, chlorella powder, all kind of stuff. The goodies. The goodies. Uh, then I add like um, half to one uh, lemons, organic lemons juice. Then let me think. I tossed in um, MSM and some sea salt. That's about. Oh yeah, and some um, some plankton, some high, highly concentrated dried plankton so nice. it's super green and uh, i've i've seen it really opens my eyes and i can feel like i'm like laughing i, I make stupid jokes in the morning <laughs> when i'm when i when i'm tired and i'm like this morning singing as well making new new like words to the songs and that's what i do in the mornings and and it really kicks in and i'm like singing <laughs> singing stupid songs and but that's my routine <laughs> that's amazing stuff yeah I, I do admit that I I uh I have this urge sometimes in the morning to just you know like start my day off in a in a quite of a random way. Like I'm I'm usually the worst person in public transit because I'm the one who talks to people when when they don't want to be talked to. I don't I don't know if it, if, if you get the same thing from from this kind of an energizing kick for the day. Yeah, it's um it takes me though a while before I'm in that state. I mean like half an hour after I wake up, I'm like not the people to or the person to go to talk with but afterwards i i i'm i'm quite energized i I would say as well i'm not going usually to talk with people in the bus because it mainly scares people (laughs) yeah but i i um this morning i was listening to to one podcast when when coming here as well and and just I, i like smiling so and i'm trying to learn learn to keep my smile and because sometimes when I'm very thoughtful I'm I'm not smiling and then I'm like shit why I'm not smiling again and like everything is good and then just making your little smile again and 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 that might be giving a good feeling to somebody who just sees you maybe smiling somewhere so yeah definitely and and, and the weirdest thing is that you actually just releases dopamine and endorphin in, in yourself too I mean like even artificially 
I was just reading the study that when you smile, even <laughs> when it's a forced smile, it kind of affects your psychology in a positive way. Yeah, it's um, I can't remember the latest name in, in the TED talk right now, but uh, she was saying um, fake it till you become it. So she had this fear of going on stage and she was like speaking with her um her professor in, in, in the US and, and he told her to just fake it till you become it and, and just act like everything is good and, and just smile and go for it from day to another. And that's how she overcame it and became like super good speaker and interesting person. Like <laughs> So yeah, we have the saying, fake it till you make it, but yeah. fake it till you become it and you will find your smile more often on your face. I also you know, like resonate pretty, pretty heavily with uh, becoming something rather than making it because making it in a in an also in an etymological sense doesn't really reflect what it what it is to become something. Yeah. It's like a, a kind of kind of fundamental level change. Yeah. I'm always excited to share people's <laughs> stories that I think are worth sharing. I think yours definitely falling into that category. Uh, so let's start off with with uh, what does it mean for you to live life to the fullest? Oh, what a question! That's 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 a fantastic one, though. To me, it means that I'm questioning things that the or the norms of the society, uh, not so much the laws, because that's that's a bit different thing, but the norms and expectations about how we are supposed to live our life. Actually, when I was younger, I didn't question that much those norms and I had of course my 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 dream that I want to be successful I want a good education I want to earn good money and 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 everything and and I was doing my things I I, I did my degree and and I moved to Europe to work there as a consultant and stuff and but let's say during the last 10 years I've been every year more and more starting to question things like is this terrible life I'm really willing to live like for the rest of my life or could there be something else including uh, traveling meeting people from different cultures tossing my 9 to 5 job um like all, all these things buying a house moving outside the town setting up a family, uh, getting a dog, Volvo, like there's nothing wrong with that. But I've found that I'm a person who has this endless interest on learning all the time and implementing those things and using myself as a, you know, a, a lab rat yeah. to try try things. And uh, that's the life to the fullest to me that um, I learn, I try, I implement them to my life. If I don't like it, I toss it. But piece by piece i think i've found pretty good way to like in general be a happy person that's 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 it that's where it's at yeah did you did you kind of develop this this way of way of thinking or this yearning rather uh on the way or did your did your uh, experiences abroad when you were working <clears throat> in europe have some kind of an impact on that or can you even recall like where where did this kind of philosophy started as a start to form from yeah it's um it started already when i was like teenager and 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 uh because i noticed that i want to do things a bit differently than most of the people like choosing my own not like that i would i would do drastically different differently things but always some adding my own angle to things and um, i didn't realize it while working like two, three years around Europe. I didn't realize at that time, like it, I was just doing my path to become a successful business person and whatnot. Right. So the traditional framework yeah, somewhat. Exactly. And and but but then I I actually I quitted my job like the all successful consulting uh, management consulting career around 2009, 2010. And that's where I first jumped to a smaller company and, and get more role. And then I started to connect these bits and pieces that, hey, I have actually this famous entrepreneur's blood in my veins. I want to leave a mark behind. <laughs> Things started to evolve that, okay, I need to, if I want to do something significant, I need to develop something on my own and get people like with me to do that. But it still took from those years, 2010, I, I, I started my first company, which was software outsourcing company and consulting company for Finnish companies and we had uh, partners in Ukraine, Belarus, Russia, whatnot and and we did that for two, two and a half years and that was a great school. 
I invested all my savings and, and everything and, and uh, we finished the company and the money went there. But I think it was a successful thing to do. That was, um, I think, worth one MBA degree for, for, for me and, and it was not possible to stop after that. I, I just needed to take some time off and, and work, work for a few, few great companies in a while, but then go again back to my own thing. And, and, and so there hasn't been like really not any plan that this is how I'm going to break the norms of my life. But instead, it's been le- learning by doing and then just like I developed this non-structured way to continue and do this kind of learning all the time, all the time and taking like from the fly the things that I like and toast those as I don't like and it's been working. Was there an aha moment when you realized that hey I'll have to evolve from this management consulting job into something of your own? You were talking about creating something and getting people behind it uh, as as a as as in as in building something together with people uh, rather than for them. So so was was there kind of a kind of an epiphany of of sort, or, or was it something that evolved over time? Rather, yeah, I think it evolved over the time. Uh, the first company, uh, we were very small, just a couple of guys, and and um, a really difficult business f- to do with a small small company and sell <laughs> sell outsourcing services to big companies or even medium sized and and uh, like that. That was a good school as well, and uh, and it's been it wasn't easy at at all in in the beginning to like get other people behind your ideas and uh, that took some some couple of years to learn how you can motivate motivate and inspire and assure other people about the mission or vision that you have what you're doing and but slowly it started to take place and and I noticed that hey I'm pretty good with people well I've knew known that all, always but, but but like showing what could be done and inspiring other people that's that's like how you get people committed to to whatever is your mission it, it doesn't need to be your own company but if you work in a in a in a team in a bigger company you still need to inspire people to make significant results so that's the past say four or five years that's been fantastic to 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 notice that um i'm actually able to get people along and 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 we can do together much more so yeah, that's uh, it's, it's an amazing skill and, and and something that is very often I think taken for granted when you look at many successful uh, people who are building movements, be it in the NGO space, in being in entertainment, be it as entrepreneurs. I I don't think we we kind of it, it's something that's kind of taken for granted in, in in many situations, and I think we could as a society learn to encourage. Uh, younger people to reflect on these questions way beforehand because I feel that it's 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 something that that very often we need to learn from engaging in something different that that maybe doesn't fulfill our internal desire to create a movement or, or what do you think yeah that's that's a really great point I mean um, let's say that a person who is uh, on his great career path they may be working for a bigger company and they have certain methodologies and 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 like whatever career paths inside that and this is how we work in the teams and stuff but i think that's not enough you said a word engagement and engagement i think it relates to inspiration and and breaking the barriers and you know feel or to give give the feeling to yourself that you're allowed to be excited about things because that's the strongest power i think when you are excited enough about things uh, things will fall to their places but i think still people are sometimes too afraid to let go and like really just do what feels good believe in your story and whatever you're doing and suddenly you notice that damn people appreciate what i do people jump in they get excited and and that's the strongest power i think what should be done more i think and just let it go and just do it yeah hell yes i think that's also something that that uh it's it's really hard to communicate to someone who hasn't felt that power i mean i'm constantly giving this this kind of a if if not advice this kind of a question to the generation who is who is currently kind of in in the same footsteps uh, through through some of my some of my uh, younger relatives who are kind of you know, like 
coming up with their their own ideas of what success could look like for them. And uh, whenever I, I get I asked about being an entrepreneur or or, or you know like doing my own gig uh, or just basically starting out with an ambitious plan, very often these 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 uh high school high school aged kids ask about you know like well how did you just get started and and how did you kind of have the balls to kind of hop right in, in into the deep end and, and and oftentimes i feel like the the answers that i give them often are not all that helpful because many of the things kind of just fell into place when you're just super excited and and willing to dive into the deep end without without that kind of a that kind of a fear that whether or not you're you got to pull through to the other side because it's something in in consulting or or was it rather something that that uh, came from another angle? It took terribly long time to actually learn and and experience <laughs> everything. It took years and years to realize that and realize that it's not wrong at all to learn and work somewhere and just absorb the company, their first company and. Well, if that didn't make it while well, while they're twenty, they, I'm not saying I'm 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 very smart these days, but it took me so long. <laughs> I, but that depends on so many things. Breakthrough walls. Be a superhero. What kind of a what kind of an influence? What kind of circle of friends? And what kind of a kind of a an uh, overall impact you draw from? Like when we're you know like when you're working in 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 San Francisco and. And looking at the uh, or this kind of a kind of a Kurzweil mm-hmm. type of child prodigy that that was able to compose music on the piano, it's not like life would necessarily work that way, or that that innovation would necessarily work. Types of cults, or 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 the cults of the of the mythical. It's it's about you know like uh, uh, in a larger stage, I think it's about uh, internal drive. That's right, and and kids. Um, <laughs> oh I, man, this is so this is golden. <laughs> I mean. I mean, um, oh, if this is not going to work, I just need to go and work again somewhere. If you need to go back to work somewhere and 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 let the dust fall down, this is where you can always go back to work, and 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 they will benefit from your knowledge and your school standpoint. I think the fact that the opportunity cost of doing something else is so high is actually yeah, that's um, that's interesting one as well. If you if you compare, let's say. You're under your 20s and you become a successful entrepreneur and do something big already. But you might not have the, let's say, experience from the normal working life regimes and, and, and stuff. I don't know if it's which, which way is better in the sense. I mean, there are, I think one great example is um, William Wolfram from Deal Dash. And, uh, yeah. I, I think he was 16 when he found found the company and now it's i don't know what's their yearly turnover and the bloke is like 20 now it's massive it, it's, it, it's massive he, he's like 20 now and i think he just graduated from harvard now so he did? Yeah, yeah uh yeah so he he, he did it afterwards yeah his, he, he, his, his, his degree and but but he's exceptional he's very very exceptional and and a, and a great guy and, uh, and and totally a great guy too i mean yeah he, he's just plain fun to hang around with yeah yeah it's it's like <laughs> I've, I've been just smiling and laughing out loud several times when i'm i've been following what he's been doing and i was like why i wasn't like him like when i was <laughs> 16 oh i was busy chasing girls and driving my moped <laughs> yeah. and then and then also uh yeah i i, I had the privilege of, of uh, meeting meeting uh william uh i think it was slush 2013 or 14 and also her her sister. We were on a panel last year, and uh, and uh, her her sister uh, Jen, uh, Jenny Waltram has has also also has a uh, a, a company. They're working on working on uh, on a brand management in Silicon Valley with Brand Bastion, Jenny Waltram. Okay, so there must be something on their water or. <laughs> yeah. I would I would love to ask I would love to ask what they put in their put in their tap water as kids or <clears> do yeah. they have like a special breakfast or yeah. some kind of a you know like yeah probably loads of ambronite <laughs> ver- ver- version minus one exactly early version I, I think they do have some kind of a some kind of a a, a secret secret sauce for that I think uh, it's it's also funny because. When you think about when you think about many creative industry, when you think about uh, think about arts, you think about uh, ballet, you think about these uh, geniuses in classical music. I think there was uh, one one of my friends 
uh, friends, Giannis, I think it was in, in, in Spain, and then just, and uh, he wants to play. And uh, yeah, so Giannis sends like that, okay, there, there might be something, there might be it. And uh, turns out he's uh, uh, this, this young dude, like they've, they've had this heritage of, of becoming professional, professional musicians. The kid, fascinating to see how can something, you know, like a spark or reincarnating into different people. And, and in, in, in on- maybe some skill set like that. Okay, it's um, we are all entrepreneurs in our whole singing contest um, from the world, whatever. There are like that you can just like learn. There must be something else if you are like that good. If you are like world class singer at the age of 12, okay, actually, my ancestors were uh, composers or singers or. Piano players at, at their age, like 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 top notch. So that that's a that would like to have in my blood that I I I, I don't know flying. I was very I, I was quite you know like um I was I was a you know like more I, I did I did engage in sports and I I went to a football practices and you know like what would have been drawn into something like that right like nowadays it would it would of course be cool to quite physical and and I'd, I've gotten got into discover the skills that I've had. Inspire people is definitely a superpower on its own, but from, you know, like a magical kind of a skill set that I'm, that I'm, I'm kind of not, let's not say, you know, like I'm, I'm not necessarily jealous during the last say two or three years. Um, so I think some people just, have, it might, might have something to do with that. Yeah. That's um, just never the best of my class or anything at school. I was too interested in too many things at the same time, and um, I was not, I was an average student, let's say, but uh, I've been always like hardworking, so the the talent I lacked in some areas, I was working a little harder to actually then learn it, and and um, I've noticed, as you said as well, for, for yourself, like to be good with people and, and, and in, in um, uh, whatever conversations and seeing to other person's soul and being a heartful person and because that carries a very very long way and and I've noticed I'm I'm very comfortable and I like my life when I'm living or trying to at least live my life like that to be be kind to people and 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 try to seek all different approaches and <clears throat> and see other people's approaches and their perspective as well because then actually those things that you might be lacking skills you 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 still find a solution to actually take on bigger challenges that you would ever imagine and you find you find the way and you can become really really good in many things just by being open enough and just then focusing when it's time to focus on learning those things but i think if you are not open to learn or if you tell yourself that i'm i'm not good at maths or i'm not good at coding well you're not good at coding if you won't give yourself a chance yeah if you want to learn it you can learn it everybody can learn it do it you can totally learn it yeah. you, you you can be really good but then there are these people who have it in the tap water or in the bloods or whatever <laughs> they are just way better with the same efforts but that's okay that's fantastic some people has that skill i mean i remember i was working as an sap consultant still at, at, at my early career and i was working on this one project here in finland at one big company and and I was supposed to do some database coding and and like really really technical stuff and yeah. I mean I'm interested in technology and 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 everything but I've never been a coder or anything I'm a copy paste coder to build thing, <laughs> thing, things so to say and there was sitting this uh, other consultant next to me and and he was um he was more technical oriented and 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 he was just so much faster and we were supposed to do the same thing so after one week I went to the project leader and hey listen to me could I work with the customer and, and do like the defini definitions of the reporting and stuff like the business driven stuff because this guy sitting next to me he's coding five times faster than me it, it doesn't make any sense that I'm doing this right so so just <laughs> just realizing that as well at some point that where you're good at and when you, where you are not good at and and then just adjust time after time yeah like the uh, Peter Drucker you know the famous famous Peter Drucker advice Find your find your uh, uh, your your own core competencies early on, and uh, do do develop your weaknesses, but concentrate on on what you're like 
what, what you can kick ass at, you know, like finding your superpower. I think much of it is is about finding your superpower, right? Yeah, it is. It is, and 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 we come back again. I see to this thing that why why it's like why why some people are able to do it at so early stage to find their thing and superpower and and that thing. Whereas for me, it took thirty years to to realize what what it is, and and uh, that's that's really fascinating actually. And and I'm still I'm very grateful that I, I've found where I'm good at and what I want to do even at, at, at the age of 30 not like the worst case scenario still would be that I'm, I'm 60 and I watch back what I've done in my life and I realize that shit I didn't do actually much but but but, but for you is it more like because the way the way that I would have kind of spontaneously described that was that yeah, that you kind of you find a found a way to apply the superpower that you already kind of you know like had identified or or do you look at it as in entrepreneurship, kind of bringing up uh, the 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 strengths that you were referring to, or or more like entrepreneurship being the better field to employ those strengths. Yeah, let's let's say that I've realized that like my people skills and communication skills and 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 the interaction in general with different stakeholders or people, it took a long time to realize that that's that's my thing as well. How how I want to live and how how. How, how I work and where I'm good at and 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 being open f- for different things from from early early age because I've been working in in a loads of different jobs since I was 14 I've been working like nine years first at a pizza restaurant doing all kinds of stuff and at the age of 18 I think it was I I, I, I set up a pizzeria in 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 Karina and I thought the trained the new new workers there and then I went to army at the age of 18 then I've been working at the harbor you know with the cranes and yeah. stuff like all kind of physical work I've been building like the cabins for the cruise ships in Caribbean no kidding yeah 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 <laughs> like like I've been trying different things and 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 like being very humble and and able to learn different things and and um I've been working in a bank I've been working in consulting more technical role, lo- roles uh, a lot in sales in marketing all kinds of stuff and I think this journey has made me realize that that what what has been staying all the way during the during the during the path is the attitude towards how you think take things and and but it took time I, I didn't realize that early enough and it felt stupid or it would feel probably stupid if I would say hey I'm I'm at my 20s and I'm really good with people and I, there's something in this that I can make anything happen happen with this this kind of interaction skills and and, and stuff but, but in, instead of realizing like I'm really good at at, at maths and, and and coding I love it that's yeah. that's easier to approach probably did you uh, did you um intentionally did you think it, it about it as an intentional process of of uh, exposing yourself to different uh, so many different experiences and fields and and uh, and uh, just just finding out uh, finding out about so many fields early on or no I, I think just life happened <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, mostly when I was younger working at the pizza restaurants or bank or or whatnot it was during my studies and I was still at school and and stuff so it was about funding my life as well at, at that point so so um just life happens i met someone then i ended up to a different place and it always some connection happens yeah. that that's what what happened always a connection and 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 same with with my current company different like connections through different people somebody knows someone and then you you know the feeling when you click really really well with somebody like wow what a guy or like i want to do something with them i don't know yet what it might take one week it might take one two three years and then something happens but you know already by your heart that this is going to be fantastic yeah it's such an energizing feeling i get i get so much I get so much out of it, and I feel like the best things usually come out of those relationships. It's it's uh yeah, it's it's truly really fascinating what 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 that kind of a that kind of a click effect can have uh, on on yourself and on your team and on 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 the world on the world around us. It's uh it's uh, always always fascinating to think about think about finding your strengths, but I I think the superpower thing you know like kind of opened up my mind about. It's not, it's not as much maybe choosing a superpower, but finding it. And there's definitely a process to it. I feel like it's 
something that very closely resembles biohacking as a concept of, of uh, a series of N equals one experiments. So, you know, like the best career advice would be to ditch all career advice and, and try out a bunch of stuff and see what sticks. Um, yeah, I, I fully agree because I think that's the only way you can test different things and, and find your true calling and what's, what you're good at. And people tend to like those things they are good at. So there are tons of different models and advices on, on like, if you do these things, you're going to end up where I am or, or, or whatnot. But every single person is different. So it doesn't fit the other person that like in, indefinitely. You need to just be always open to new connections, open to new ideas. And, and it's hard sometimes actually to balance like, like how you learn to realize or recognize those things that you should go with and those that you should not go with. Whatever is the method, it's a good way, I think, is to learn to kill the process if it's not working. Yeah. Fail quick if you're going to fail. And, and then to something else instead of banging your head on the wall for years. Yeah. Uh, and then realize that, oh, shit, I could have done this much faster. I feel like there's, there's, there's a lot to, lot to study. I mean, there's always, you know, like kind of the risk averse way and your parents and, and kind of where, where, where it's kind of, you know, like it should be the other way around. When you're young, you should take since I was, I was, you know, I, I noticed that, you know, like there was something going on with my brain chemistry or joining, you know, like just creating new stuff with people. So, so I think that's examples and, and as a society as a whole could, could encourage people to have tried to upload some kind of an operating system into their minds rather than just, you know, like give them a boost from the outside that will probably suck for you. That will probably give people uh, the, the freedom to, to explore that side of the core. You hit the core. I mean, this is exactly, I, th I see things as well. Like, um, there's still a big gap between this thinking we are raving about here to go try it out and trust your instinct and try things. The society and the structure is not still supporting it. It creates this or gives us this template and the, the atmosphere is still too much that um, you, need to be, you need to be following the template. And if you want to wreck the norms, you you will face you will face naysayers a lot and realizing that that it's fine that people are saying no to you and why 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 you do that and when you're going to get a real job or th these are the basic things and and the more we speak about these things like we do here now uh, the more people will will hopefully get inspired and 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 see that whatever other people are doing that you can break the norms of the of the template life given to us and and still I'm repeating myself there's nothing wrong in that but there's so much more to explore and you just need to go against the flow to make something significant happen and actually um, live your life to the fullest and make yourself the happiest person of your own life because nobody else can do it and you need to do different different things or, or things differently in order to to find out that calling or, or whatever it is and it's difficult it, it depends on on how your family what, what what is the background of your your parents uh, how they advise or guide you or push you forward to try your try your wings how your friends are around you are they following the template life only because it's really it can be really difficult to actually break out from that. And and you you hear ninety nine percent you say you hear no, but then there's one person that says yes, do it, try it. So if we can increase that one person to ten person that some year that yeah, just do it, just do it, just do it. I think there's a good chance that more and more people are following following their instincts and and eventually doing great things. And and if that's not working, go back work. Go to the template and then break it, break out of the template again. Break through walls. Be a superhero. Just remembered one one story I heard from my good friends. I don't have any kids, so I'm not the definitely not the professional in, in how to raise your kid. But um, they were having a dinner at our place. Like let's say, I think it was four weeks ago or something, and and we started to speak about their their younger daughter's uh, school 
and and um, uh, who's been att- attending like the regular Finnish school system, and and um, then they found out there were some issues like like that some bullying and and stuff, and and they decided to uh, give give a try to a Steiner school, and and I was not familiar at all before Steiner school. Of course, I've heard of it, and and. Um, what what happened afterwards? Uh, when yeah, can, can we go briefly through what, what a Steiner school stands for 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 the entire audience? Yeah, it's I like the school that encourages creative as problem solving as a as a method of learning. Or yeah, how that's, you describe it. That's that's how I would describe it. Like um, they learn very differently in an in an open environment. Like one week can be, for example, about learning about uh, the feeling of love. Or the other week can be about learning the feeling of hate and uh, and you know uh, totally different different ways of ways of learning and, and very self conscious and also very tactile. Yeah, and and giving space to to the kids to actually do it from their perspective and and right. and, and not not to follow the the school system as as it is. What happened? Uh, like her, I think her math numbers were like. Let's say on on a scale from four to ten, they were like um, six. And uh, like after a couple of weeks, uh, she's been attending the Steiner School. I think her math numbers went up like to eight, like like directly. Yeah. Just because the environment changed, and 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 she found better way to to learn for herself. And and there's no bullying. And and um, I mean. This is one example only, but I found that so interesting, and like, why oh, not all the schools are Steiner schools or, or or stuff? Because that's the that's the environment exactly like how you how you can find your calling and what you're good at, and and you will find your way to learn things instead of this uh, traditional classroom style, and 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 it works for some. But but I think it was a fantastic idea and and how it sounded like and like immediate little results there hanging. So yeah, uh, that's an amazing story and I think that that also also reflects on, on the fact that even as adults, as human beings, you know, like at every stage in life, our surroundings have such a massive impact on what we can do and and how our brain works and whether or not we feel productive or depressed or stuck in a rut or inspired and uh, even you know like. Again, you know, like getting back to the theme of theme of finding finding your superpowers and 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 letting yourself being environments that allow you to thrive. It's just you know, it's it's funny that it's such a new concept for us adults as well. I mean, like it's such a new concept that we have to have damn doctors prescribe walking in the forest as a therapy to people who are just you know like just miserable in their in their in their daily lives in a cubicle. I mean, and like. Like in, in in Japan, having a di- you know like having a separate word for forest bathing for sending people to the forest because they have all these peer reviewed results of of uh, lowering blood pressure and improving happiness and even even curing clinical depression in some cases. Having people change their environment, having people spend their their or take their consciousness into into a more supportive environment, and as kids that can be you know like. That that can be a matter of matter of you know like you you ever graduating. I mean, like that can be a matter of 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 a, what what kind of a what kind of a view you develop about the world. If you're miserable in, in the school system and you change into this this kind of supportive environment, in 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 this like in this science school example, like <laughs> dude, there's just so much for us to learn as adults. I mean, like I feel like many of my friends should be in a science school type of type of job environment yeah that's that's it like because i think there's a direct link what we've been discussing here like that that kind of environment as they described it to me like what what the steiner school is like why 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 that couldn't be the environment in in adult life as well exactly (laughs) it's not all that different (laughs) yeah we we don't need to template for everything god damn it i mean Especially us Finns, we love rules and and that there's a guidebook for everything. Yeah. But that kills. That really. That absolutely kills your innovation and finding yourself and your way to do things. So that's why I'm raving about this breaking of norms and 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 stuff because you're not breaking laws, but you're breaking the norms and thinking of those template lives. So. Yeah. And and probably now people think that 
we think that there are no 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 great kids or no great systems or companies at all, just ours. But it's not like that. There are lots of already great things happening. And I mean, these are just few examples now that we've been speaking here, but there's all the time things are progressing and, and these things happen. So, so yeah, I'm yeah. positive here, not, not negative at all, but this is just something I'm very passionate about to talk about. And because I've seen its influence in my own life and, and also people around me that I've been able to give inspiration and, and, and like little guidance and push to some direction and people have found amazing things so so that's that's very inspirational for myself as well to see see that it it actually works this kind of open thinking yeah i, I definitely share that feeling it's it's uh and and there's and there's huge advancements going on right now in 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 just ordinary workplaces people finding the tools and and the value of affecting their positions through ergonomics uh through sleep, through uh, uh, thinking of of biohacking and quantified self, and bringing that to the workplace, and uh, I was I was studying there with with the with the other kids, and and uh, it, well, this of course this is in, in Central Europe. Let's remember, so they can spend all year outdoors. Outdoors, they eat outdoors. Uh, they they change diapers outdoors. They just spend the whole day in the forest. And you know, like I, I was just looking at this, like especially you know, I I feel like especially when you're when you work connection to your surroundings which just doesn't exist when you're in a in a traditional office and and like there are so many people who enjoy working at coffee shop everything and there's actually an app for that that you can play from your laptop the coffee shop background noise so <laughs> i've so, used that i've used that <laughs> that's so i think it's i think it's one of those uh, i don't know mynoise.net has like has a coffee shop has an airplane and you're like all these ambient noise oh man oh that's funny <laughs> that, that's that's really funny um but but yeah it's um it's about breaking the norms of where you work at as well as you said go out to work one day if you have the opportunity work from a coffee shop work at your cottage wherever work at your friend's office do an office swap like whatever this kind of thing so yeah, that sounds like fun yeah and and um i'm for example um I'm working almost every day in different location. I have like, yeah, the most productive by far, I'm working at home. Yeah, I have a pretty nice standing table set up there as well. And when I really need to concentrate on working on my laptop, I don't have any other disturbances, but two cats uh, usually there. And, um, but while then the next day working maybe from our coffee roastery, the next day from our coffee shop, the next day at my friend's office somewhere. Uh, but I, I, I think it's quite a good way to work, actually, because um, you are constantly more concentrated, or at least I am when I'm in different places. I know that I can't get distracted now about all the cool st stuff here. I will work first and then I will go to play with the flipper <laughs> game or, or whatever. So I, I, I think it's at least worth trying if, if, if one has a chance to work in different locations. It's insp inspirational. I think that's a great tip. Work in different locations. All listeners, go, go to mynoise.net if you, if you want to try out some of these ambient noises. I think they have, they have coffee shops, they have rain, they have, uh, as, I, as I was saying, they have all kinds of wacky things. I think they even have like fur and cats, like a cat that's, you know, like, like as if you had a cat in front of you feeling really happy. Uh, to me, that feels like like something I would turn on before going to sleep rather than than working. But hey, if it works for you, have you looked into using? Uh, because I know I know many people in in the quantify self movement and the and the scene and and hacking their productivity are are using using different kinds of noises and amb ambient noises to to hack their brain waves. Have you been using? Uh, using any of any of the uh, any of the uh, uh, theta or, or or other sound waves, uh, looking looking into that realm, or is it more about just going to another environment? Yeah, um, it's more about for me. It's been about going to another environment. Sometimes at home, I I play like uh, piano music on the background, but if I mix there any spoken word or or something, I it it disturbs me. Okay. Do you have any any favorite composers or, or favorite styles for just, your piano music? Just just random stuff. Just random just, stuff. Just random stuff. Also, one one thing it's it's pretty nice to listen to uh, movie soundtracks. You know, with lots of instruments and even massive I don't know Batman soundtrack or something. It's 
it's some all that Hans Hans Zimmer Hans Zimmer <laughs> Zimmer yeah you know it it powers you up yeah you feel like Batman when working like, <laughs> it's 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 crazy I listen to Hans sometimes when I'm when I'm working also also uh, two steps from hell that's a that's a big you know like these huge movie esque soundtracks that uh, that I know several of my friends in the startup space using. Two Steps from Hell soundtracks, which are very Batman uh, Inception like like uh, like a soundtracks. Any anything else on on the on the auditory side that you that you like to hack your hack your daily experience with? Not really in the in the auditory side. I've been lately experimenting uh, though list, uh, different different apps on my mobile phone to actually uh, silence my phone automatically at certain period of time. So I'm not disturbed by the mobile phone or, um, or, or, well, one, one great life hack was, uh, I think two years ago, I stopped charging my mobile phone in the bedroom. So mobile phone hasn't been ever since in my bedroom. I bought a five euro alarm clock, the traditional one. All right. So that... So many people are super conscious about these, yeah. these, these days, like Ben Greenfield is, is, uh, is, uh, all for yeah. like, like making your... Making your bedroom like uh, separate from all the electromagnetic radiation and and all chargers and everything else out. Yeah, and how, uh, how's it been working for you? It's been working great because I was really frustrated that the last thing I'm doing in the evening was that I was, was scrolling my phone, and the first thing in the morning, you first the phone, you know, the alarm goes off, and then you take the phone and oh, new notifications and and whatever, five to fifteen minutes, you're playing with your phone what the hell is that go stretch make your green smoothie make your coffee and then jump into the like digital life back again because um at least i am using way too much or i think sometimes that i'm using way too much all these digital tools like most probably everybody else as well so i've been trying those little little life hacks to actually use less my laptop use less my phone and actually that helps to like to see the big picture again better because you know the paralysis when you're just swiping to different directions all the time it can be really disturbing yeah guilty as charged i i definitely feel like more more traditional tools do feed into my creativity better uh lately i've been doing uh I, I do this from from uh, in instance from time to time. Lately, I, I've been getting back into uh, back into the gratitude diary exercise in, in in the morning, like writing writing down five things, big and small, from from uh, some from from the health of your your friends and and uh, your relatives to uh, the warm cup of coffee you had in having your hand or or the beautiful formation of clouds that you see out the window. Like I used to do that you know, like compulsively. Also, you know, like in, in in the morning, I used to type that on a cell phone. It just doesn't feel the same. So I got back in, into writing that with pen and paper, and I feel much more connected, much more kind of aware. Actually, write long piece of text uh, uh, by by pen and paper. But what I noticed is that I was repeating the same things almost every day, and I started to feel stupid that hey, I, I should make up something new. But that's not actually probably the point to just make up new things that you're grateful for so i i didn't do it for very long did you have any same thoughts i, I, I had the same that I, I i do admit that that uh i had to very early on had to you know like add the challenge of not repeating anything again so so nowadays much of what i do is is kind of you know like directing my thoughts into the smaller things the smaller smaller things that i appreciate rather than you know like the huge ones which are you know like quickly checked off a list so I think the key to to making that gratitude diary work really well for me, at least, is to commit to not doing, uh, not repeating yourself, not not writing down the same things. Yeah, that's that's a good one. And also, what you said that um, you can be quite specific with the things that you're grateful. That I'm grateful today that I've met you. So so that's that's very specific. And exactly. I'm not meeting you every day. So so that we had this great great chat here this morning. So uh, that's something to be grateful. For example, so yeah. I should go back to my diary. Yeah, I think there's definitely value to be found in that. I also had this, at one point I was experimenting with this mindfulness app that gives you a new challenge every day. And many of those are like, like concentrating on uh, the, the, the feeling on the soles of your feet and, and concentrating on the feeling 
of uh, how your lift or how the skin above your your lift fingernail feels today and those are like whoa that's like super specific but when you when you kind of think about it it's it that that's at the very core of of the human experience when you can really relate and connect to those small feelings and and appreciate those small things because when whatever you know like i'm i'm uh anxious about something or super stressed out it's just so hard to get back to the little things and to that appreciative state i feel that these exercises have definitely helped me tackle lots of undue stress and anxiety in in that realm that's 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 really interesting um i started to think now you know back back to the days before our lives that there were no mobile phones and apps and stuff people were thinking about how the skin feels on their thumb like every day <laughs> every day yeah and now exactly. we have an app for every single purpose like think about your toes <laughs> think about your your fingers so it tells so we 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 need apps to remind us about how and uh, i'm totally like up for those if they really help somehow it's it's funny to yeah. think that there's an app for about everything yeah it's it's so now that you as life gets busy and you're enthusiastic about your thing you remember i think it was around 2010-11 with my first company i think that i practice every day like how to disconnect and i think that's should think what to do with this and this thing if we want to speak about into the bedroom i don't need to think about anything else i can just read my book and whatever just literary out of thinking and 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 stuff because the worst thing is that it ain't big and you're super excited about it it's some, sometimes how hard to turn your turn your work and stress related stuff I, that's just amazing this is so simple to our audience uh remember to go check out the show notes at ambernight.com slash podcast this is the superhero podcast simo signing out with riku have an amazing week superheroes thanks for listening to the ambernight superhero podcast please check out the links, show notes, and other episodes at ambronite.com slash podcast. That's A-M-B-R-O-N-I-T-E dot com slash podcast. Thanks again, and catch you in the next episode.